Hello, everybody. Welcome to Heads Up Hockey Podcast. This is Jersey Joe talking right here, and it is 9.58 in the morning. And for those of you probably slept in a little bit more than you wanted to, it's probably because you just woke up now and you realize that the Winnipeg Jets have moved on to the second round of the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, put a little bias aside, um, I actually grew up watching the Atlanta Thrashers when the Devils weren't playing back in the day, so I was used to watching guys like Ladd, Kozlov, uh, Kovalchuk, Hadberg, uh, Evander Kane, just to name a few, along with Dustin Bufflin. And, you know, that team had a lot of potential, but uh, the ownership group and uh, whatnot did not have the capabilities to make things work and keep and retain certain players. And they moved players, you know, to different teams. And one of the big fish, or if not the biggest fish, was sent to New Jersey for a little while. And um, I felt bad for the Atlanta Thrashers when they relocated in 2011. And I was very happy for Winnipeg because, you know, they, just like Quebec City, they needed a team, but Quebec City didn't get uh, the favor from the league at the time. And so um, I actually liked the whole concept of Winnipeg Jets 2.0 with the new jerseys that they got and the arena that they have at MTS Center, or however you want to call it now, but it's uh, run by True North Sports, uh, Mark Chipman, the big owner that pays the the bills and the pays the team to go on the ice and perform, and you know, Canada deserves a team like the Jets, not named the Maple Leafs or the Habs, nothing against those other teams. It's just that, you know, they need a newer face. And I like the fact that the battle between Manitoba and uh, Alberta came down to the wire last night. Triple overtime. And you know what? It's amazing to see, you know, when you have to go to sleep. I just knew, like, I know the Jets are going to win. It's just like matter of time and I I missed it but I saw the replay and boy that was a beauty I just think that Winnipeg's gonna do just fine in the next round and maybe they will advance a little bit further but you got the likes of Colorado and whatnot you know coming up to your doorstep now but anywho's um I honestly want to talk more about the Worlds right now. Um, for those of you who are Devils fans, uh, I would have to tell you that Igor Sharangovich, you don't need me to really emphasize this so much, but he's been clutch uh, for as of late. And he did open up uh, the scoring with his first tally of the tournament, though it wasn't a losing effort so the checks honestly got the better end in overtime winning three to two I mean Igor Sharangovich did get 15 minutes and 29 seconds so he's gaining even more you know responsibility and 
time on ice and uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, Dominic Kubalik scored 83 seconds into overtime to help propel the checks to 01 and 02. Uh, Belarus is 1-0-1-1 right now in the tournament. And for those of you who were watching the Slovakia versus Russian versus Russia game, uh, Marian Studenich played. He picked up three shots and a and he was minus one uh, in a winning effort for Slovakia. So he, Slovakia is 2-0-0-1 with a 3-1 victory. And Studenich has logged in 12 minutes and 42 seconds of ice time. Uh, Mark Hrivik and Peter Zelarik each picked up two assists for Slovakia, which handed Russia its first loss of the world championships. So Slovakia is a younger group. They got a lot of talent. They got some experience. And uh, Slovakia will be uh, playing Thursday versus Switzerland at 9.15 in the morning. And the game will have uh, other Devils players, Nico Heischer and Jonas Siegenthaler, uh, for Switzerland. So this will be a Devils-filled uh, game for you to watch. And if you want to watch the highlights from these games, um, I advise you to watch YouTube. It's uh, it's on there. And for those of you looking to see the potential uh, first overall pick in Owen Power, um, he played for Canada to in the recent game. And Power played... A all-time high of 16 minutes and 15 seconds um, for Canada, but Canada lost to Germany because Matthias Plachta uh, scored the game-winning goal and added an assist for two points uh, that night. His country is at a perfect three and o o o in the tournament. So this is. Probably very unlikely numbers, but Canada is 0-0-0-3 right now and has only scored two goals in three games. And that's not typical for uh, a team like Canada. Usually they're loaded with a lot of the great players, but a lot of the great players should be coming out from the more recent uh, eliminated teams from the NHL, so there's a good chance you're going to see those players. Uh, maybe Darnell Nurse joins the blue line, and maybe Adam Larson goes for Sweden, but who knows if that's the thing. Uh, I do like the fact that the Devils have um, Kate Madigan in their front office, and she's done a really good job working with Tom Fitzgerald and Dan McKinnon, the assistant GM. And they have another uh, woman in Megan Duggan who's working with the AHL and ECHL prospects and trying to uh, improve their style of game on and off the ice, working on regiments. Um, also, there was a thing on LinkedIn, uh, Devils owner Joshua Harris uh, wrote in a uh, article, not an article, but it was a statement. I'm going to read it to you. And I 
Hope you don't mind me reading it. And he writes, Dear colleagues, after nearly 31 years at Apollo, meaning Apollo Global Management, it is time for me to start the next chapter in my professional career. I have decided to step down from my day-to-day -day role at Apollo while remaining a member of the board and board's executive committee, uh, effective on the closing of the Athene transaction. I will return to my roots as an investor and entrepreneur, uh, focusing full time on the platforms I've created outside of the firm, as well as deepen my commitment to philanthropy and social impact. Now is the right moment for this transition. I believe that our unrivaled and deeply talented global team is in the most capable hands under Mark's leadership. I am grateful to Mark for his partnership and friendship. I have dedicated the past three decades, nearly my entire professional career to help lead and build this incredible company. Reflecting on these years, I am both proud and deeply grateful to have played a role in Apollo becoming one of the greatest financial institutions of our time. As many of you know, outside of the firm, I have started and built several platforms that I am passionate about, including HBSE, um, Harris Blizzard Sports Entertainment, a sports and entertainment company that includes the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, a multi-asset class investing business and a robust uh, philanthropic foundation. I have become increasingly involved in these areas and knew that one day they would become my primary pursuit. Now is that time. I'm excited by what's ahead and look forward to accelerating and expanding growth of these platforms where they focus on innovation, equitable development, and impact. I leave the management of Apollo with great confidence for its future. Mark is a gifted leader and stands supported by Jim, Scott, and a deep bench of talent to lead the company into its next phase of success. It has been the great privilege of my career to hire, mentor, and work with so many of you. I truly believe that we have some of the brightest minds in the industry. As I move on, I will continue to be one of the company's largest shareholders, supporters, and advocates. I begin this next chapter with nothing but respect, gratitude, and admiration for this team. And I wish you all much success and happiness. Fondly, Josh. Um, so um, let me break this uh, paragraph down. So he, he mentions he reflected on his years and both proudly grateful and played a role in Apollo becoming a great financial institution. Yes, there's a lot of business stuff he did, but his passion and his primary focus is going to be uh, the Harris Blitzer Sports Entertainment, which we all know today, which is 
the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia 76ers, along with a few things with the entertainment that they have between Philadelphia and Newark, New Jersey. And you have um, Tom Fitzgerald's going to have Joshua Harris to be, you know, full-time accessible. Um, what does this mean going forward for the Devils? I believe this means Joshua Harris will lend a hand to Tom Fitzgerald to help acquire those free agents um, in a cap world and trade for guys with uh, bigger cap hits. And I hope this is a huge offseason both for Josh and David Blitzer uh, to get Tom Fitzgerald the right guys, to bring in the right talent, to improve upon the young core roster. And I think this is the right step in the right direction. I believe it's only a matter of time when they get the ball rolling, or should I say the puck up ice. And I understand the frustration, you know, people of the years, you know, it's been regular season, trade some guys off, get the picks, develop. And I understand people want to trade, you know, the top six pick, but that's very unlikely. I mean, I mentioned from uh, Spit and Chicklets that in the Yakupov draft, I think this draft is very similar to the Yakupov draft. I'm not calling Owen Power uh, Yakupov, I'm just saying this is going to be the most uh, unpredictable since then, where some of the best players might actually slip into your lap. And I don't think the Devils are going to want to trade that sixth overall pick or that uh, first overall pick or vice versa, um, if you want to look at it that way. I think the Devils are primed to bring in someone really good. And I think it's about time that uh, Joshua Harris focuses on what he is investing primarily in and getting out of the regular financial institution world and becoming a full-time sports owner. And, you know, if I'm a sports business owner, I'm focusing on improving my hockey team at this time and getting them the right resources and innovating the team, you know, just like what they did with the analytics team. Um, you find a lot of great scouts that Josh has put a lot of money into and it's starting to pay dividends and we just got to look at the way that they can look into the offseason and take advantage of cap strap teams, kind of like the Colorado Avalanche, kind of like teams similar to Tampa Bay where they circumvent the cap. Um, having Nikita Kudrov on long-term IR and then he goes plays in the playoffs, which I don't think is fair. And I think the Devils should go after some really good players, especially defensemen. Uh, for me, they need to get a few really good uh, wingers. I don't think you'll get La Landis Cog this free agency because uh, Joe Sackick will pony up the cash for him. And if that does happen where he doesn't, I'll be floored. For those of you who know, um, 
This podcast is sponsored by Vigit, V-I-G-I-T, Vigit Technologies. Um, for those of you who live in the U.S., it is uh, free sports wagering with Vigit tokens. You can also win prizes. You can uh, wager on the NFL games, Major League Baseball, NBA, uh, NHL, NCAA football, um, NCAA basketball, and MMA. So the odds are, I would say, not exactly stacked against you, but if you are confident, go ahead and uh, sign up using my promo code HUH2021. I'm excited to um, work with you people, and uh, it's a great uh, thing to have. I actually um, I placed a money line wager on the Minnesota Wild last night, and I won 100, 161 Vigit tokens, I call them. And um, also, I got another 115 Vigit coins because... I had uh, Minnesota winning 5.5 points uh, over uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. So that's a a little uh, bit of luck that I used. And I I guess the right way. And um, I could have easily lost because, you know, I would have thought, you know, Vegas would have been more motivated. But... It just was a very entertaining game. Um, you know, I really like the playoffs this year, but at the same time, it stinks because, you know, the Devils aren't in. It has been a little while since the 17-18 season since they were in, and they were against Tampa Bay, and, you know, that went too, a little too quick, you know, in five games. Um, <clears throat> now with the NHL draft lottery on the second um, we will know um, the real draft order and then the GMs will actually have like a real idea of who they want to pick and build their real um, final draft boards. So that being said, I'm going to be doing a lot of writing for overtime uh, heroics hockey for that. And it's going to be very interesting to see where the balls literally drop. So, I mean, the NHL playoffs is looking pretty interesting. And let's see, next game, I just want to take a look for Tuesday. We have the Maple Leafs and the Canadians. So, Toronto leads the series 2-1. to one. And you have Nashville, Carolina, 2-2. Two to two. My hunch is... Montreal ties it up 2-2. Two to two. My hunch is uh, Nashville um, goes down 3-2 to two to Carolina. I've, I feel Carolina has some really good talent. I like both, I like both teams' defenses, but I tend to like uh, Rod Brindamore a little bit better as a coach. And I think he gets the best out of his players when the game is on the line. And the goaltending for Carolina's been pretty solid, and it's been pretty solid for Nashville because of UC Soros has kept them in the game. Um, do I think that 
the Devils will push for goaltender this offseason. I believe if Yaroslav Askarov, not Yaroslav Askarov, I mean Yaroslav Halak, sorry, the veteran backup fringe starter um, would be a perfect uh, goaltender. And I think he would do a great job for the Devils and would be an ideal um, goaltender for Mackenzie Blackwood to back him up and save him some um, wear and tear during an 82-game season. And, I mean, that's what the NHL is shooting for is an 82-game season. And nothing has uh, been amended about that. And just checking... What's going on? It's going to be interesting to see what happens um, this offseason. And it's going to be an interesting draft. But it's also going to be an interesting trade market and free season. So um, you also had the Islanders uh, win in overtime. And Brock Nelson has been having one heck of a, an op, like a playoffs so he's been pretty hot lately. So Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac both feeling good, you know, playing for the Islanders right now. So there are two guys that, you know, I have to keep an eye on because they're enjoying playing for Uncle Lou. Now, I'm just going to take a look. It's just that um, when we look at the Worlds again, I think Igor Sharangovich is going to continue this scoring pace like he has been, and he's going to continue being one of the best forwards from Belarus since the Kostitsins and um, Mikhail Grabowski. Um, if he keeps his pace up for the next five to ten seasons, and it's not impossible to see that. Um, I just wonder how the Stanley Cup will go as well for um, the teams that do remain left. But it's going to be rather interesting. But I honestly think the Devils are going to be more focused with Joshua Harris now as their full-time uh, managing partner who is stepping away from Apollo Global. I think it's a good problem to have, and it's a uh, good thing he, he will be around and he'll be able to assess, you know, things with um, David Blitzer, Tom Fitzgerald to see what else they can do because they need to let the young kids grow, but they need to build around the young kids and move certain parts around and, you know, you can only do so much. And I think they will do more interesting uh, moves that we usually don't think about because um, under Ray Shiro, it's been, you know, trades, trades and a few minor signings, but no like bigger name signings, but just, I think that the Devils are going to be looking at more optimistic moves this offseason, trying to kick the wheels on the tire, 
trying to see what the free agent market brings them. But other than that, I mean, it's always great talking to you, great people. And uh, by the time I do this next podcast, let's see, the <clears throat> it's going to be Tuesday. It'll be the eve before the draft lottery. So we'll know um, on the 8th of June. Um, I do this podcast weekly, so I'm going to try and uh, do a little quickie, like a little reaction video on YouTube for Heads Up Hockey. So for those of you who like the podcast, you can share and uh, give a good word. And I'm on Twitter at J-E-R-S-E-Y-D-E-V-I-L-O-G and don't be afraid to DM me or tweet me. And uh, this is on anchor.fm. We're on Spotify, CastBox, Apple. We're on even, you know, Google Podcasts. So share and enjoy this podcast wherever you are. Uh, have a great day. And let's go Devils and have a happy hockey. Let's go enjoy the playoffs.